Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Savalet64, and I'm joined alongside. And it's 9132 the Robot Guru. And Steve the American Killjoy, and I'm driving in my car. Oh, yes. Well, Steve, it's, it's a tradition that you'd be driving in your car these things these days. I'm always coming. I'm always either going to or coming back from school. Hopefully, thanks. <laughs> I'm going to say this now, I'm afraid. I mean, it's not technically driving when you're on the wrong side of the road with a steering wheel on the wrong side of the car. But... <laughs> and, it's also, and, I bet, and I bet it's automatic as well, isn't it, Steve? Is it automatic? It is. Oh. How else could I be doing this without... Oh, come on. How else could I be doing this? I couldn't write a manual and also talk to you. It's That's fine. It's, it's, it's easy. You can do that. <laughs> For 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 for, for, for us sophisticated Brits, Steve, it's easy. Oh, yeah, anyway, what's speak- funny is I think the European country that did switch sides in the middle of like just one time, and everybody had to learn to drive on the wrong side of the road. I don't remember which. I, I can't remember. But anyway, <laughs> enough about driving. We are here to talk about BattleBots 2018 seasons episode 15, <laughs> which is the USA versus the rest of the world uh, special. I guess you could, you could say. Um, quite an interesting selection of fights. You know, there's no real main event. I suppose that the pseudo main event would be Sawblaze and Endgame. You know, they're probably the two highest ranked machines in the episode. So I guess that's kind of the the main event, if you like. But um, overall, like, quite a, a varied and wide selection of machines from um, from both sides, really. I just want to say, I think it's blatant uh, plagiarism. This is uh, from BattleBots. You know, obviously our international specials. I think you know they they saw that <laughs> and thought we can cash in on that. Mm. And there you go. Well, I mean, I don't know. Come back with a big card. I don't know about. You have Team USA versus the rest of the world. What's the difference? We're... Oh yeah, ours is Team UK. Sorry, I forgot. No, I'm joking. Obviously, I'm joking. Of course, but obviously, you know, the, the machines that are representing the rest of the world. You know, there's a, a variety of. You know, there are some big hitters in there. You know, obviously, they didn't have robots like you know Monsoon and Minotaur. Those kind of teams, I guess, at this point, we're trying to think mm, maybe not worth going in for the last 16 you know if, if, if we're going to be fighting in the last 16 something like along those kind of lines probably not worth risking ourselves more and taking more damage you know maybe, or, you know from what i understand at least you know hmm. yeah and I, then i then i wonder the robot and I, I said this i said this earlier before we started that the fact that maybe these these robots that we saw these this this set of robots maybe who knows how far they went in the top sixteen? Because they still wanted more fights, you know. Mm. Maybe they, they, they still had they, they still had an axe to grind, you know. Mm, maybe no, who, who knows? I, I know some things about this. We'll, we'll, we'll cover this again in a later episode, I'm sure. But um, right. we'll get we'll get back to that eventually. Um, anyway, let's talk about the fights themselves, shall we? Uh, we'll, we'll, well start yeah. we'll start off with a somewhat a controversial fight between Blacksmith and Warhead. First of all. A great choice to have these two go against each other. Two spectacular fighting robots against each mm-hmm. other. Lots of fire, lots of aggression. Really nice. great fun fight. Stupid T-Rex head. Yeah, this, this... <laughs> <laughs> that's all we've got left. The, the disc the oh, no, split it off. I know, I know. The, the, the disc is, is no longer a disc, is it? Really? No. I'll, I'll let them off this one time. Hmm. And if, for my two says it was a, it's just a good, good fun fight, and I know you know a lot of people out there say you know why didn't Blacksmith win the fight because it was you know generally more aggressive. Warhead controlled the fight for the most part. I can see why you know people were kind of like why didn't Blacksmith win it? I think it was very close between the two. You know, it's, it could have gone either way. Go. On. I wouldn't want to be a judge. It was really really close. I mean, you, you see all the all the hits that Blacksmith gets in, and it's. What was it hitting? It's hitting the eyebrows, the little tire <laughs> eyebrows of of uh, of Warhead on that on that T Rex head. Yeah, it was a really it was a really crazy 
fiery fight. I mean, there's it was a firefight. Uh, it was nuts. I mean, I mean, there was there was so much to keep track of. Yes, Warhead did really get a couple of grips in, and it does control a lot of the fight, especially with that that front wedge it has has those little hooks that will kind of point up that kind of hooked blacksmith and you actually see al talk a couple times say hey they're not i can't move they're they're grabbing me i, I can't get off of them so that actually probably helped warhead kind of get yeah. the points you know where it's kind of blacksmith stuck and it's just wailing away and it's trying but it's uh was to no avail unfortunately in the judge's yeah. eyes yeah i know the um they commented after the fight you know in the pits they, they talked about their uh the shoulder i guess if you feel like of warhead getting damaged by the uh by the axe or the hammer, whatever you want to call it. You know, it's it, it was a good tactical fight. You know, as, as much as it wasn't, you know, as it wasn't that high action, high you know, high tempo, high action. It was a really good war of attrition, and I think that you know both teams put on a really good show. Um, Anderson, I know you've got strong feelings, as as, as is normal with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, as is normal. I don't think Warhead should have won this one, but I'm going to keep my ranting to a minimum because at the end of the day, this isn't really a episode to be taken seriously it's just a bit of fun uh, some teams had some extra fights they wanted to have and they had them and to be fair it was a good solid fight overall so it's not like i'm it's not like i'm completely against the uh, the decision i just personally think that warhead should have lost but still great fight nice tactical and steve's and gone. action <laughs> lots of hits and steve's gone because he's american um I'm joking. I love him really. Bless his heart. It's because he's driving. Probably went through a tunnel or something. Yeah, but yeah, so, like I said, good, close, back and forth action. It was a good fight. And to be fair, it was a close decision. But I still I still think Blacksmith, on aggression, I think, more than anything, I think should have just about swung it. But that's just me. Should have swung it. Because <laughs> it's a axe. <laughs> For God's, God's sake. By the way, you, you did say you didn't know whether to call it an axe or a hammer. I think you should call it a flaming axe hammer O apostrophe death. I like that. I like that name a lot. Um, with that said, that means one point Can to the... Uh... Yeah, I think, I think so. Um, leave, leave your suggestions for the name of Blacksmith's weapon in the comments. Um, oh. Moving on to our next fight, we saw uh, a team that we haven't seen since all the way back at the start of the season. Because um, there's a lot, there is a bit of a story we're talking behind this. Uh, obviously, the fight is Captain Shredderator and Vanquish, the robot that got split in half. Um, obviously Vanquish, Jack, bless him, Tweedy, he, while he was out there, he actually got very ill. <laughs> so it, it took him, you know, it, I think he was, I can't remember if he was hotel bound or so for, for a good few days after the fight, he was very, very ill. Um, and he had to come back and then rebuild the whole robot. I think he told me in like three days, <laughs> he had to rebuild the whole thing in three days. Um, and eventually he was ready to, uh, to fight mm-hmm. in, in this episode. And, uh, Covered with a load of eyes on his on his plow. Cosplaying yeah, pa- playing as the Thousand Eyes Idol from Yu-Gi-Oh, you know. <laughs> uh, and obviously, uh, a good, fun little uh, intro thing with um, with Tim from the Monsoon team as well, which is uh, really nice to see. Uh, for the fight itself, you know, it was a pretty entertaining fight. You know, Vanquish was closing down the angles, was taking the hits well, and then eventually, uh, obviously now... Brian Nave back with Captain Shredderator after his trip to China. He came in and uh, he, could, he could kind of tell a, an uplifted performance. You know, he knows how his robot works and you could clearly see what he was, you know, he was properly go- going for and gunning for it. And, yeah, um, and kind of well, start to think of what could have been, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. You know, experience. What might have been in the main competition had Shredderator had uh, Brian with them the whole time. Maybe. Um, with that said, you know, eventually a wheel was wiped away from the... F- 
face of uh, Vanquish, and that was that was that really. There was not much more to do after that. There was a really good fight, but it was you know again another good fun fight. You know, two two teams you know going for it, you know, not holding back, and it was nice to see. Uh, Finally, see Vanquish fight again. You know, I you know, obviously we've only seen it once this season. Then it, you know, obviously got quite brutally ripped in half. But it was it was a it was a really good fight. I really enjoyed this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all honesty, no, yeah. I, I, what I like about this tournament, because obviously, like I said, it's not really meant to be taken seriously. There's no bracket now. It's just you know them them taking around. Really, they actually could go full on at it, and it's nice to see two different. So I see that two robots that we haven't really seen do very well go for it to see if we can actually get some final last bragging rights. So Bebo Shredderator for finally actually getting a win this season. It's nice to see because mm. Shredderator is a good robot and it's a shame to have seen it die so many times this series due to unfortunate circumstances. Um, fair play to Jack, bless him. He did try his hardest and he deserves a lot of credit for rebuilding the robot so quickly. But at the end of the day, and for putting up such a damn good fight with a half-knackered robot to be fair as well, but at the end of the day, it, it, you know, it lost. So yeah, it's one of those unfortunate things where you know the, the style of of robot wasn't suited to him, and obviously you know he uh, he, he put up a good fight as, as you said, but it, unfortunately just a bit too much pressure on uh, Vanquish this time. But um, I'm very excited to see what he comes back with next time. Hopefully, we we'll get to see um, you know what he's cooking up. I know he's got something pretty special lined up, so we'll, uh, we'll have to wait and see for that. Ooh. Yes, yes. Um, moving on, moving on to our uh, our next fight, which. Um, which saw Kraken and Red Devil. Now, uh, we actually um, had an offer from Matt Spurk to actually join us this evening. Unfortunately, due to uh, his working commitments, he, I, th- I think he wasn't able to join us, which is a real shame, because I, I would have loved to hear him talk about this fight with Red Devil. Um, oh, yeah. Kraken really came alive, and I do wonder what might have been, you know, with a bit more of a kinder run in this competition, because he, he fought Shark Oprian and Devil Deck, I think, was his first fight, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, Shark Opryon won that one because I think Kraken decided to just lose uh, lose tires or something. I can't remember exactly. It was uh, a while ago. And then it fought in the Desperado tournament and got tipped over by Lockjaw. And Lockjaw obviously beat it. Had it got a Shremek, could have gone another way. You know, Kraken seemed very good. In this fight, it came alive. I I didn't I did not see this coming at all. You know, massive massive credit to to the guys. You know, for for really putting on a good show and and giving Red Devil an absolute beating because they really did. Yeah, this was a this was a great fight, honestly. Um, and I was really not surprised that Kraken got a really easy grip on one of those tracks. But how quickly it just debilitated that track. I think it was the right track, and it just completely just. It just wouldn't. It just wouldn't rotate anymore. Just from that one little bite, and um, that's not something you would expect from a pneumatic crusher. Because you think when we think crushers, we think hydraulics. Uh, the yes. compression compression is, is bigger. That's why it's used. Yeah. But I'm really surprised that it was really able to to debilitate the entire right side. The entire right side, I think, of of Red Devil. I believe and, so. Yeah. yeah and it was yeah. it was pretty uh, it was pretty. Uh, Surprising. <laughs> There's really... nothing else I can say. Yeah. Um, Anderson, anything to add? This battle reminds me, you might find a bit, think I'm a bit odd saying this, but this battle reminds me of Series 4, Pussycat versus Hypnodisc, of Robot Wars, obviously. Um, <laughs> because it's the same, a similar sort of story, really. You know, There's one that's a favourite, one that's an underdog. The underdog charges forward, uses precision driving, 
and using his weapon, in Pussycat's case, it was a uh, blade. In Cracker's case, it's a crusher or grabber. Just um, nips, manages to just nick them in the right spot and kills one side of them. And it shows really, to be honest, I think Kraken not only can get the job done, but, you know, like I said, I just think with a bit more precision driving, they could have done a lot better. And it's a shame, yeah. because he is a really good driver. From what we saw in that battle, he was absolutely fantastic. The driving was just incredible. It's a shame to see Red Devil lose, obviously, because it's our baby. But, yeah. um, Hi, baby. you know, <laughs> at, at the end of the day... It's got a good track record. <laughs> and, uh, no. But in all fairness, no, fair play to Kraken. Um, great final performance, honestly. And um, I look forward to see, hopefully seeing it again in uh, potential BattleBots Season 4, if we get that. So, yeah. it, needs, it needs a Shremac. It yes. needs a Shremac, and it needs and it needs some side protection and maybe like some Hardox on the sides to protect those wheels, and it could be yeah. it could be scary. Yeah, a bit bigger crusher. Just rebuild the rope. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, but in, in fairness, you know, for, for a, I don't know if it's his first attempt at a heavyweight, or you know, I, I haven't really done much research. I do apologise, um, Matt, if you are listening. Like for 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 a first attempt at BattleBots with you Should've know, been here. Which, 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 which is a, which is a lot more arty than say a pra- you know practicality. You know, it, it's it's got a theme. It's not necessarily just an outright, you know. Um, Clinical robot. It's it, it's it's got an art presence. You know, it's got it's got the the big yeah. anglerfish style. You know, loop over the top. It looks the part for a robot that's mm-hmm. not really you know out, you know out and out you know uh, practicality. This was mm-hmm. really impressive. And, you know, fair play to um to the guys for getting it done. And you know, the, a, a big win for a, you know quite a famous win really. Considering you know Red Devil has, be, has beaten the uh, Witch Doctor in the past and you know teams like that. Fair play yeah. to the Kraken team. You know, big 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 ups to them. Big ups to them. So yeah. that means both uh, of our fish-related robots are pretty, uh, pretty artsy and still pretty competitive too. Yeah. So it's it, it's nice to see a good mix. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Sharko and uh, Kraken um, raising it for the fish, I guess. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll move on. We'll move on. To, uh, mm-hmm. At this point, it's um, two two one to the US, looking pretty good at the mm-hmm. moment. Yeah, looking looking pretty good at the moment for the uh, for the stars and stripes. We'll move on to our next fight, which is Hypershock and Reality. Two similar designs in terms of. You know, weapon setup and you know four wheel drive vertical spinners. You know, where, where have we seen that before? Oh boy! Right. Oh, oh boy! <laughs> Who knows? Um, with that said, with that said, it was a, a pretty destructive fight. You know, Hypershock was the one. You know, literally running rins around reality. I think um, Chris and Kenny were saying. You know, it, it literally was by far and away the more aggressive and faster and more visually impressive robot. Mm-hmm. But but Hypershock just has these gremlins and it, it i know it's it's so it's so disappointing because will bales built a beautiful robot it is a gorgeous gorgeous machine hypershock it's, no not not just this season you know this season it's taken it to another level in previous seasons as well it's been it's been great to watch it's been great to watch and i feel like there's just something missing i don't know what you know it's almost like you just need to stick with a design for more than a year and then just like you know, I know work, work out. I know what's missing. Go on. Quality assurance. Yes. <laughs> Just <Yes>. a little. <laughs> like, I, I understand. You know, wanted to build a new robot every year, and I get. I do get it. You know, I, I understand what he's going with. It just feels like you know, if he stuck with one design and for like two seasons, he'd iron out the kinks, and he'd be he'd be right there. And it's it, it's it just needs to, it's it's just little tweaks. It's just small things that go wrong every time for Will. And it, it really it hurts because it's as I said, it's a beautiful robot, but. Uh, mm. 
what might have been again. It's, it's another case of what might have been this season for Hypershot because the the damage capacity is certainly there. It's just putting it on the putting it in the box. They can't they can't quite do it. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, as for reality, pretty impressive. You know, running around chasing Hypershot down for most of the fight. Um, it's it it you know did they did the job? They did what they needed to do. They held out for for a long while. They 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 gave out some good hits. And they, um, I think they deserved the W in the end. They, they really, you know, did a good job. Mm-hmm. I was, I was devastated with ultraviolence. With, with, um, <laughs> with ultraviolence. Ultra yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was remembering how they wrecked it last year. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, not last year, a couple of years ago now. No, I was yeah. devastated with uh, Hypershock. I really was because, you know I me, mean? I'm a big Hypershock fan. It's one of my favorites of the reboot. And I love this version. You know, it's, it looks good. It's sleek. It is good. But it just, uh, and to honest reality, I, I'm not going to deny it here. You know, they they were very lucky. As as a proud world supporter, <laughs> they were very very lucky here. Because I, I honestly, I, it was Hypershock's battle. It was Hypershock's battle. Yeah, it really was. And they and they just literally died. It just it just stopped. Why? Why are you doing this to me, Hypershock? <laughs> like if you cried first time. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, dear, dear. I mean, it was but fair play to because it is a testament to how well built that thing is. The fact that it was able to take the hits it was getting and yeah, survive. Absolutely. So fair play to them. I mean, they've, they've they've built they've built a very small, compact, sturdy robot there. Yeah, and it's yeah. great to see that. I mean, obviously, you know, back in the day, again, sorry to go back to robot wars again, but you know, obviously the Dutch wars and all that. Yeah, you know, Belgium, you know, the Netherlands and all that. They came together. And the robots weren't amazing, but they were still good against one another. And it's nice to see how much they've advanced since then as, then as well. And it's nice to see that there are still teams doing it for their, yeah. those respective countries. Well, obviously, reality is based off um, Equinox, the um, the featherweight, which was, I think, featherweight champion at some point. And obviously, it's it's very famous for eating a banana um, and, <laughs> and, and, dying, and dying. But, uh, you know, reality, I think, again, with another season under their belt, I think this robot in the future could really be a contender. I, you know, I think you know. Reality this season's kind of been, you know, is a victim of you know finding out those little teething issues. Mm. I think you know, considering this is you know the first time the heavyweight of this particular robot has been built, I think going forward it really could do do a number on some other teams, and I think it's you know the, the potential's there for Reality to um, you know, possibly dominate going forward. We'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Um, which brings us to what well, is, I suppose, the main event. Um, yes, yeah. the, the, the sort of the pseudo main event between Sawblaze mm-hmm. and Endgame. Obviously, it's a decider. You know, is it two each at this point? Um, Sawblaze and Endgame. Um, and f- first of all, first of all, can we just comment on the size comparison between these two robots? So, <laughs> yeah. end- Endgame was tiny compared to Sawblaze. I think Sawblaze Saw is Blaze is massive. Yes, Sawblaze <laughs> is a big boy. I mean, it made Bronco look small last week. You know, it, for, for my two cents, it looks really, you know, Bronco looks really tiny compared to Sawblaze, and yet normally it's oh, yeah. Bronco that's towering above everyone else. Um, so yeah, Sawblaze is a big old thing, and Endgame was just teeny tiny. It could fit almost between two of the prongs, you know, it was, it was amazing, amazing to see. Um, I mm. like the strategy that Endgame went with, you know, trying to use that polycarb to try and get in between the forks. Very, very clever. I rate that. Um... In terms of the fight itself, it's a shame that Endgame... I think there was a big hit where uh, it splits the front, uh, the middle pontoon of um, of Sawblaze's um, prongs. 
And I think at that point you could kind of see a chain come off the um, wheels of Endgame. And I think it lost the drive on the right-hand side, I want to say. I can't remember exactly. It's one, it's obviously lost drive on one of the sides. And, you know, it, it was... It was a shame that it kind of petered out in that way because Sawblaze was, you know, controlling the fight as it as it is one to do. And obviously Endgame was delivering out those big hits, but it was a shame that we didn't get to see that for the duration. It was, you know, it turned quite scrappy about halfway through. What do you guys think? Steve, you go uh, first. Okay. Um, it was... Uh... It was a good effort from both sides, honestly. Um, and we, I, I expected to see some of that, some of that wedge get tore up by Endgame Spinner. Um, I didn't expect to see it curl up on itself, but uh, that happened. Uh, and it actually, it actually kind of prevented Sawblaze from using its saw for a, a majority of this fight. So we really didn't get to see a lot of those fantastic sparks that we're used to seeing from Sawblaze. Uh, it, it was, it was cutting through its own wedge. Was, it was cutting through its own wedge, wasn't it? At one point, I'm sure it was. It, Basically, yeah, it, it sure looked like it was. If it wasn't, um, it was sure heck, 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 very, very close. Um, with Endgame, it's, it's, it seems like. Well, it's hard to it's hard to play a pushing game against Sawblaze. We've seen that so far. Yeah. Um, even with its two wheel design, it's got a lot of traction. Those motors are strong. That thing bullies you all over the place. Even if it is getting its ass kicked. Um, it's uh, it was interesting to see it use its flame. Um, they're really getting into BattleBots is really getting into making sure using the flame is counted towards using a weapon. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, instead of actually having something physical hitting the robot, you actually have fire. Like that was also seen in the um, in the Warhead fight when it lost its disc and it was getting getting used more like as a hammer instead of as a full disc. They were more uh, into favoring the the fire weapon you know, as being kind of keeping robots away and stuff like that. Or maybe that's just the commentators trying to get everybody in. But you know what I mean. Um, with with Sawblaze, it's it's uh, it's a really good machine. Uh, but th- I think this is the first time we just started to see uh, maybe some of the weaknesses of it, which is, I mean, it, it, its wedge got crumpled uh, by, uh, by Endgame Spinner. And I, I only wonder what larger kinetic energy spinners are going to do to it you know what i mean because it mm. it hasn't had it hasn't had extremely tough competition yet you well, know what so, I mean? so so far it's it, in this in the season you know up to this point it is fought overhaul it is fought um um mohawk it fought reality and it fought bronco so uh, reality aside it hasn't really fought a big spinner up to this point, obviously now it's for Endgame, and obviously it, it took a few few good hits. I wonder what might happen if they end up against a uh, a spinner in the future. I I do, I do think they've got what it takes to beat a, a, a horizontal. I think you know you, they've got that um, heavy duty plow, haven't they? Which they used against um, a Razorback last season. Yes. So they have got that if they need it, but I I, I don't know. I think the effectiveness of Sawblaze is greatly improved with the three pronged. Um, three-prong wedge yeah but um anderson what did you think um uh, sam you remember i messaged you um after yep. watching this one and originally i was very much against the decision i didn't think it was really you know a fair decision but i will be honest looking back on it i could kind of I, I can't really argue it yeah okay end game bent a prong here and managed to chuck them over a couple of times but at the end of the day within what 45 seconds they were dead on one side and were basically being pushed around the arena and just completely bossed and controlled um, so yeah, that's why I 
person. So yeah, basically, I do agree with the decision. But what I don't understand is how. And I'm going to say I said it earlier before we started. I'm going to say it again. If if Stormblaze can win a fight by controlling a robot and taking, yet despite being the one that took the most damage, how did Warrior Dragon lose to Forehead in the previous episode when they took the most damage and got controlled? all around the ring. You know, it's just it's one of them things. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. It was a good fight. Fair play. Shame about Endgame. But, oh well. Sword plays his that. king. I can counter that. Uh, with, with, with Warrior Dragon losing functionality of their weapon. Uh, and, I don't know, I, don't, I know that counts very hard in the, in the judge's eyes. I know we hate that primary weapon rule. But it's, it's stupid. <laughs> but it's a big deal when you when you have to compare robots yeah. and I, I i think that really counted against warrior dragon in that particular fight I, when I, warhead was still using its disc but it was broken but it was still in motion yeah which is which is actually what i said <laughs> I, I feel <laughs> i feel vindicated get in there no I, you know in all honesty i could you know it, it is a frustrating rule but i can I, you know when it comes to judging criteria i could see why it went that way um and in this case it was it was more of a case of Sawblaze won the other three points so convincingly that the damage points didn't really matter for end game yeah, in the end. That's fair enough. Either way, it was a really good fight, yeah. and uh, Sawblaze, my baby, still reigns supreme. Yeah, it's a, it was it was a really good fight. You know, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I and I, I think as an episode as well, you know, as a little bit of light entertainment before we get into the serious nitty gritty of the bracket in the next few weeks. I think it's going to be coming very soon. You know, it's 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 a case of you know this this is quite a nice little little breather. I think you know little yeah. little pause in the storm, and you know I I thoroughly you know it was it was a good bit of fun. I think you know that that's that's the main thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Definitely. It wasn't it wasn't amazing, but it was fun. Yeah, it uh, gave us a bit of a break from and a gap from the norm. So. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I have no problem with it, and it gave and it gave some teams to have an excuse to have some more fights. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, especially, especially especially Tweety with Vanquish, because I mean, imagine that you build a brand new, you get into Battlebots, yes, boys, you go against Ice Wave. And you get split in half immediately, and you're like fuck. And then you think, having to go home like that, that would be devastating, you know. So fair, but at least you got one more fight out of it yeah. before you had to go home. Yeah, abs- oh, yeah. Abs- absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm dead chuffed for him. At least we got to uh, see Vanquish a little bit more this season. Um, but with that said, that's pretty much the end of the episode. You know, thank you, gents, once again for joining us. It's a, uh, it's a pleasure as always. As always. Is that Absolutely. what you call it? I mean, yes, it's a pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, dear Anderson, you fired. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> hey, give me a, give me a fucking payslip, and nah. like you can fire me. I'd like nah. to take Anderson's third of the cut, please. <laughs> on your bike, on your bike, oh, or in your car. If you can even call it that. Yeah, absolutely. right. Absolutely. Automatic gear shift. <laughs> With that said, I've been Samuel at sixty-four. I've been Anderson one three two. The robot was Guru. And I've been Steve the American Killjoy, finally home and out of the car. <laughs> that was a nice car journey. And we'll uh, <laughs> we'll see you next week for episode 16 of BattleBots 2018. Sayonara.